how many months of not being back? Remember when we were, oh my god, my like, heart's beating. I'm so nervous right now because we haven't done this in so long. Um, welcome back, guys. We're Saba, or Saba. Sorry, I should say my name properly. Say it like you mean it. Um, Saba. I've been trying to do a thing, uh, trying to do a thing where I say my name how it's supposed to be said lately, which is Saba, not Saba. So yeah. <laughs> say it with me, everybody. Saba. No? Saba? Kind of. Say it again. Saba. Saba. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How else were people Saba, they say it, right? Or it's sa- like Sa. Or Saba. Sa- you know Saba? Yeah. It's Saba. Like an uh. Saba. Yeah. Yeah. Saba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like emphasis on the ba. Y- yeah. I guess a little so. bit. A Saba. Say... Because a lot of people emphasize the A. They go yeah. Saba. Yeah, that's That's true. like the white person. It's just weird because I'm only used to my family saying it. And Patricia, who is basically my family. Um, saying it, like, as Saba. So okay. it's like whenever someone outside of my family does it, I'm just like, oh, this is weird. Get used to it. <laughs> well, Get see. used oh. to it. I know I'm a little nervous now that it's been a couple months yeah. and we haven't recorded. And I've, all I've been doing is listening to podcasts, so now I feel like a lot of pressure. Well, also, yeah, like, um, I'm going to say... It was like our summer break. It was like we were a TV show and the series was finished. Uh, at the yeah, we wrapped a long time ago. So, And we just gave you a few surprise episodes in the summer and now we're back. For realsies. Let's call this season two. Yeah. Let's do it. Season two. <laughs> those were all pilots before. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't listen to those ones. Please listen to those ones, actually. Yeah, let's see if we've improved. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about how we're both like... I don't think I've actually listened to a full proper episode because I'm like so nervous about hearing my voice. Oh, I um, refuse to. Yeah. I think I listened to one with Celia once because uh, like I, be, I think it was hers. Or no, we it was like one of the first ones and we listened to it together. But other than that, I haven't listened to my own like, like my own podcast because it's just like kind of nerve wracking. Um, yeah, I also just don't want to relive. Like, I mean, I, I still have the same opinions, I guess, but I just don't want to hear them again from my own. I just hate yeah. hearing my voice. Yeah, I think it's that. I'm just, like, uncomfortable. Um, and, like, I remember I was, like, one of my friends was listening to it, and I was like, oh, my God, please, because I remember the episode, too, that he was listening to, and I was like, oh, my God, like, please ignore my uncomfortable laugh. Like, I laugh so much when I'm nervous. And he was like, no, it's fine. Like, I love your laugh. It's the best part or whatever, which is really nice of him. But um, I was just like, I hated that episode. I wanted to redo that episode so badly. But it was it was Rachel's episode, the second or the first one. Oh, where we tried to record in with the, like a mic kitchen. that didn't work yeah. attached to a mirror on a book so with some tape. Weird. We were learning. Yeah. We're, we've gotten better. Now we're using a phone still. Much easier. <laughs> Clearly we found the funds for a real microphone. One day. JK. One day. Um, but yeah, I want to do that episode over again so badly because I was noticing even while we were doing it how much I was laughing like so much (laughs) and I was uh, and it was uncomfortable laughs I could tell because I was nervous that was an interesting episode I mean I was like so sick I had no voice you were laughing yeah yeah you were sick I remember that oh that house Rachel we'll get Rachel again she's not going anywhere well she might go somewhere we'll stop her (laughs) anyway What's been going on um, since the last time we talked? On talked 
on the podcasted (laughs) Um, interwebs. We haven't talked in a long time, too, actually, though, like, other than, um, like, other than, like, phone or, like, quick chats on text. Yeah. We, because you were gone to Mexico for a little bit, and you moved back to, do you want me to say it? Sure, Doesn't matter. Milton, I don't um, uh, yeah, he moved back to Milton, and I, you know, I was moving as well, so I got really busy, and then a couple of, like, opportunities came up, and so I've just been, like, kind of, I guess, busy. Busy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so hard when you don't live with the person anymore, because, like, you think you're going to see them as much, mm-hmm. but you can't. Like, you just can't. Yeah. Because when you're home, you're home, and you can make the time to, like, but you weren't really home during the summer. In the you summer, I wasn't. Yeah. That's why we haven't really hung out a lot yeah. since, like, before Whitehorse. Yeah, and even then, I think we hung out. I also used to, like, I also had, so I was commuting usually, like, because I moved to, moved in, like, a week before I went to Whitehorse. Mm-hmm. And I was commuting a lot to Toronto but because like or to downtown because I had a car. So it was really easy for me. Like, I wouldn't have been doing it as much if I only could yeah. rely on um, transit. Um, but, yeah, I, I do – I think it just became difficult when one of us moved out of the city. Yeah. Um, and now I'm out of the city, yeah. so it's just, like, a rotating door. But it's okay. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll, one day. One day we'll be in sync. The thing about commuting now is I get to listen to a lot of podcasts, yeah. and I just listened to one on the way here from Canada Land, mm-hmm. uh, the was, Commons, Commons, um, the new one. Oh, I was, like the new I was series. listening to, because I was, a, I was, I listen to podcasts when I do my energy exchange at the yoga studio, and I, um, I was, I'm listening to a lot of Canada Land right now. I'm like just going through all of them. Have you listened to Commons? No, I've never listened to okay. Commons. 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 Yeah. Okay. So I. Is it with Jesse? Or um, else. Vicky and okay. someone else. I can't, yeah. I can't remember the other okay. girl's name. Um, anyway, I just have to get this off my chest because I was like getting so mad listening to it. It's not the hosts. It's like they had on this, um, woman from some, she's running for some sort of place in parliament basically. Mm-hmm. And she's talking about Canadian values and mm-hmm. I'm air quoting because what are Canadian values mm-hmm. when like. She kept just, she just kept repeating like, oh, well, like we want to screen people when they come into the country for like whether they see women as objects. And like she kept defending that and like the basic, like women aren't objects, gays have rights. Um, and we don't want people in our country who think that way. And then the girl, the host made a really good point. And she was like, okay, well, I am, my family immigrated from Kenya and half of them probably had those views before they came here. But now that they've lived in this country, they're the most open-minded and loving people. So what are you saying? Like, you're going to just not give people that opportunity because, because they grew up in a place where they couldn't be educated enough to think beyond that. And I was getting so mad because I'm like, this is how so many people think. And it happened to me with like my dad, because I know he'll never listen to this episode. Um, he was saying the same shit when we were in Mexico and like, he was talking to a guy from Alberta and they were saying this stuff. They're like, we need to stop immigration. Like these people shouldn't be here. Blah, 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 blah. What are Canadian values? Yeah, no, like I totally agree with you because you're, cause I just feel like when someone says that, it's something, it's obviously something different. It's something more. What they're trying to say is kind of masked with the idea of Canadian values. What they're really trying to say is that we don't want black and brown people 
in our like we don't want people of other ethnicities I honestly I do I do think that's yeah. the case I do think because I don't think that when they're thinking of someone who does not have Canadian values I'm air quoting right yeah. now Canadian values they're not thinking of someone who is from w- England or yeah or from France or any because from the assumption is that there they have the progressive thoughts and I'm yeah. air quoting again because yeah. like that's not true. People, white men and white women in this country have awful, like, thoughts about, you know, women as objects. Mm-hmm. There are a ton of white filmmakers who make films about women being I mean, beaten. Like, except it goes on and on and on and on. talk about women as objects and how we don't want people in our country that use, view women as objects. What was TIFF then? Yeah. What was TIFF oh, then? Okay, <laughs> we're getting to that conversation. Uh, like, if we're going to talk about that, why isn't it being... Like, TIFF is Toronto's International Film Festival. These people are coming from outside of Toronto, a lot of them. And you guys do this whole, like, masquerade... Not masquerade party, sorry. This whole, like, thing of... That party that they did where, like, all the women were dressed up as cheerleaders and, like, I don't know what else. There were, like, two other things... that they, Or, like, two things that they were dressed up as cheerleaders and something else. And... Like, are you, and who is that for? That's obviously for the men filmmakers, because you're assuming that most of the filmmakers, if not all, are men. Which is, unfortunately, the real facts is that they are. And, oh my god, okay, I was infuriated, and I only saw, like, two films Mm -hmm. during TIFF, and Mm -hmm. I've worked TIFF for the last three years, and this is the first year where, I guess I just never saw movies that were, like, awful to women or this year it was just like really bad and actually now wrote an article about how they were there was like an extreme amount of movies about women's rapes written and told by men and And like oh it's infuriating like Like, it's i had to leave the theater i was like crying in the change room still for the male gaze it's still to make for sure bad about like oh look at these sad women who need our help like yeah okay i saw a girl on the train last night or whatever the girl on the girl on the train oh, girl. the oh, the, movie. the movie yeah okay. I was like well, tell me about this girl on the train okay I saw this girl um and I did know nothing about it and granted it's a story following the stories of women mm-hmm. but these women are like the guy like physically abuses them so much he's like sleeping with three different women he's like smashes their head in and like and then the one girl's an alcoholic i don't know if you know the story but basically the main oh. girl's an alcoholic and her ex-husband um see who it's written it's a book it's written by a girl okay. i think i don't even know her name okay. but anyway it's like still so abusive to women and like i was watching it and i'm just so tired of this narrative and i'm tired of like this woman wouldn't be this way if it wasn't for this man and she wouldn't have this story of trying to be a strong woman and fight this man if he didn't exist, if yeah. he didn't treat her the way Why he did. Why can't she be strong without a man hurting her? Or like, like in any way a presence. Yeah, yeah, like cool, have a story about an alcoholic woman. That's mm-hmm. interesting because you you don't see that a lot. Often yeah. it's men who are portrayed mm-hmm. as alcoholics yeah. and alcoholism in women does exist. Yeah, and sure. I think that's important yeah. to like show. But mm-hmm. like... Don't make it about how he did this to her and he did this, so she has to overcome what he did to her. And like, also, like, I'm not saying, or we're not saying that your life, like, that people don't have value in your life, because they obviously do, but these sorts of, like, narratives, they create a very heteronormative, um, very, like, male-centric viewpoint. And because, like, there are women alcoholics that don't, 
aren't attracted to anybody, aren't attracted to anybody, or are attracted to other women, or no, like you know what I mean. Like yeah. there's so many factors and variances, and why are we only like subscribing to like one idea, like of a man con- like controlling this woman's or controlling anybody's like life? Yeah, and like the whole thing was she became an alcoholic because they couldn't have kids. And she couldn't have kids, so then she started drinking, and he would support this by giving her alcohol, and then she'd black out, and he would make up a story of what she did the night before. So he would lie and say, like, oh, you, like... This is Girl on the Train still. Yeah, yeah. This isn't real life. This is Girl on the Train. (laughs) And um, he would be like, yeah, you threw this plate at my boss, and then you, like, ran away, and then... Is this Emily Blunt's character? Yeah. Yeah. And I love Emily Blunt. I think she's a great actress. I don't really put anything on the actors at this point. Like, they're... You're trying to make money. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, yeah. I don't know. I I want to just watch a movie and enjoy it, but, like, yeah. fuck, it's I mean, hard. Like, I watched, like, I, I mean, I'm st- I still think that's possible. Like, I just think that a lot of, like, you're just, when you, I don't think it's bad to notice messed up things. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's bad. And, like, I think that if you are, like, I think that it's good to notice these things because that way, like, it might make, or hopefully it makes someone else's movie experience more enjoyable because they don't have to deal with, like, maybe in the long run change does happen and they don't have to deal with those shitty narratives. You know what I mean? And they can just enjoy a movie for what it is. And I think there are movies that you can ju- enjoy totally. for what it is, right? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I... Yeah. yeah. Canadian values and women in film or anywhere (laughs) yeah um actually everyone should listen have you listened to jill soloway's female gaze speech that she gave she gave like a master class during tiff and it's called jill soloway the female gaze and jill soloway is the um creator of transparent Mm -hmm. the tv show i thought it was really interesting i thought it was true facts and like she speaks she's like aware of the, mm-hmm. the fact she's a white woman. That's, like, interesting that the Canadian values thing is, like, very... It's just very, like, something that I've been recently seeing more and more of, and it's, like... And it, like, very clearly comes from this fear of an other. And it's so funny that we, like, talk about how messed up the states are when there are just as many problems in Canada. And I, I feel like I don't want to go too much in this conversation because I feel like um it's really easy to see a lot of it like I keep seeing stuff on my Facebook page yeah, I can't talk um it's been a while <laughs> Facebook feed about like saying that Canada is like a better country is bullshit um and I think it's true like I think that a lot of times um we still like we A general, like, there is, I mean, I don't think we're much far off from the States, what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't think that, like, I think there's still issues of police brutality. We have a huge problem with how we treat um, Indigenous people. Like, we look, now we don't want, like, now certain people don't want Canadian values, like, to be strayed off and deciding that we can't allow certain people in this country. And I'm, I'm sorry, but, like, the people that are, like, saying, I just don't like the act of, like, well, this is about feminism. 
to be used for this argument because I don't think it is about feminism. I think it's like a tactic. I think saying that it's to make sure that people respect women is a tactic to keep other people out because what about the guy that abuses his wife at his house who's a Canadian citizen? You know what I mean? Like what about that guy? What about these guys who don't believe in feminism but also do not want to have immigrants? Like what about the fact that almost everyone who lives here is an immigrant, yeah. right? That's yeah. like, you know, we're all settlers unless you're an indigenous person. Mm-hmm. And like the people that are already here that are already, you know, we're Canadian, we were born here, but that doesn't stop our brothers and sisters from being misogynistic or homophobic. Yeah. And like, what are you going to do? Send them back to Scotland, yeah. send them back to England. No, cause it doesn't matter because that's just a cop out. Like, yeah. Say using it's like an excuse. Yeah, why not better your nation versus rather than like keeping others out? I yeah. don't know. It's and just... like the statement of like Canada's values are fun founded on like working hard and giving back to the community. Like you could totally argue that and say no, it was founded on like the genocide of yeah. hundred thousand indigenous people and like that's what we're living on and that's the history. You're making up this like false face. Yeah. To cover what Canadian values are. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> like, that conversation is so stupid. Not the conversation we're having. The no, the conversation other people have. have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're the uh, smartest people. Um, so what else has been going on with you? With you. <laughs> with me? Um, well, I was in Mexico mm. for a wedding, which was beautiful. Um... Something that, like, oh, it was, it's so weird being at a resort. I've never been, and I've also never been to a third world country. And, like, I went, so we booked this excursion to go off the resort because I really wanted to see parts of Mexico or, like, just something different. Being on a resort is really hard. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, that sounds so privileged. That's not what I mean. It's hard because you're so confined to this, like, you're like basically in a hotel with a pool and an ocean. And like yeah. that doesn't sound so bad, but not my kind of travel. And yeah, also like these people are working for $3 a day. Oh, really? Yeah, that's the minimum wage is $3 a day. But their cost of living is about the same. Okay. Like it's not relevant. It's really sad. And like these people are really poor. And so we went off and we went through for this Mayan excursion basically. And we went to a Mayan village and – the women cooked and um yeah it was cool like you get to go like descending into a underground cave and shit but you know these people live in like stick houses and i'm here not put our idea of like what a, what how living is like a western idea on that like i don't know what you saw but i think it's important to recognize that even though it's different we don't know what they're unhappy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not saying that they're, um, unhappy or like that they're not happy with the way they live. Um, but there is like a huge like discrepancy in economy there. Yeah. I think they, I mean, they live off of tourism, right? Like in order to feed their families and stuff, which is, it's not my place to say whether that's right or wrong. Mm -hmm. You live how you live and I'm, I would love to help more when I can basically. Um, I just thought it was like Mayan history is really interesting the way like so I don't know like these last couple of weeks I guess I've been I guess researching more 
about um, Southern America's, like, indigenous history. And so that's, like, yeah, that's, like, something that I've been really wanting to, like, re like do more research on. So I don't have, like, a very um, surface knowledge okay. of it. Yeah. Well, here's what I learned. Okay. Basically, like, so here our indigenous people were put on, like, reserves mm -hmm. of very small amounts of land for high high number mm -hmm. of people. There, it's, like, what did he say? Like, 100 acres of land, and there's, like, 20 families. I don't know what that is. So, 100 acres is a lot of land, basically. So, it's more spread out. Basically, mm -hmm. their land is more protected. Mm -hmm. I, oh, um, okay. And there's less volume. So, like, you have more land for each family, okay. essentially. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong, like... I could have heard this wrong and it could be interpreting it wrong as well. It could not be as good as, you know, the driver or the tour guide made it out to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, if someone knows more, that'd be like great to like hear. Like, yeah, yeah. If someone like, you know, wants to like just like, I'm sure I'll do the research too, but like someone is like, hey, like I do research in this. Here are like articles or here's something that I wrote. If someone has anything that they wrote about this, I don't know if anyone who listens to us would, but <laughs> it'd be cool to look at. Yeah, but I found it interesting. Like yeah. we went to um, an archaeological site where they have the pyramids mm -hmm. and the tour guide was Mayan and he was saying how like, um, what did he say? He was like, what do you think women did, Mayan women did if they were high class? And we're all like, cook clean take care of kids and he's like nope shopping <laughs> they all went shopping all the time and then the lower class women would be the cooks and the like oh, okay. fo like the clothing makers yeah. and stuff and um i thought it was interesting like i don't have much of a, i don't have an opinion on it i yeah. just like thought it was like, like history's interesting yeah and like I'm really interested in indigenous culture and history mm -hmm. and so learning about it in another country is also really interesting yeah. mm -hmm. Um, and it's like the, they, um, there's like group of Mayan women. It's kind of great for their, they like cooked like these, this amazing meal for us mm. in the village. And I mean, I think that's great. They yeah. get like to share their food with us. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like a super white tourist and I have no idea what I'm saying, yeah. but I thought it was interesting. And that's that. <laughs> I'm going to leave it no, there. I don't know. Like. Don't, like, feel weird and stupid that you enjoyed an experience. Don't do that to yourself. Because, like, even the fact that you're, like, thinking, like, okay, well, well, like, I think it's good that you're still thinking about the things behind the whole tourism factor, and that's really great. Like, don't make yourself feel, like, idiotic because you're, like, oh, now that I'm talking about it, like, maybe I was, like, part of the problem. <laughs> it's, like, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't think it's, like, helpful in a way to, like get mad at yourself yeah for like just enjoying a tour a lot of people go on tours yeah. <laughs> I will say I spent half the day in tears because so we booked the tour and it was like zip lining and stuff yeah. they did not specify that they don't have harnesses for all sizes oh my God. so I got there and like we got on the bus and the tour guide after we paid for the trip says oh so like not all the harnesses will fit everyone and there was definitely, like, guys bigger than me, like, heavier. So weight wasn't the factor. It was, like, shapes, basically, shape oh of your body. God. So I got there, and, like, the only thing I could do was descend into the cenota in, like, a special harness, yeah. which already was embarrassing. Yeah. And, like, 
I'm the only one in the group who couldn't go. And I just like That's cried so for like three hours and walking through the jungle in Mexico. Were your friends with you? I was with one friend and she was like fucking pissed because yeah. she wanted to do this together and she was pissed that like yeah. they didn't say anything before. And um, I like I was just so embarrassed and looking back, like, I'm not actually embarrassed because I'll never see these people again, but it's just, but like, moment. it, like, reiterated how much I shouldn't like my body or how much I shouldn't, my body's wrong or whatever it is, and, like, maybe that's true to some people, maybe that's true in whatever part of the world, but, like, um, I just felt, like, so awful and so embarrassed and so upset. Oh, God. That's so shitty. I'm sorry, man. Like, yeah. it's not fair that you couldn't... Or that they didn't, like, have a range of body types. for Like, harnesses for body types, even. Yeah. It was just my hips. Wouldn't get over my hips and my bum. But whatever. That was that. And I was just like... I don't know. Moments like that are so... Out of body, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever, I'm, I'll, I hate zip lining. No, if you want to talk about it more, talk about it more. Like, what do you mean by out of body? Well, I felt like, I don't know, not me. Like, I'm confident and I'm happy and, like... But for that second, you just felt... But for that, I felt defeated and, like, so hurt. And so much, like, I wasn't... Like, I just felt like I'm not a real person or, like, I'm not valued... Because I couldn't go ziplining. Like, no, but it's, it's a valid, it's, a, it's yeah. Like, don't, like, I don't, like, I don't think you should, like, be like, well, it was just ziplining. Cause it just, like, it's still, like, kind of, it's a bigger issue, right? It's not just ziplining. It's like, it's still humiliating to feel like you, there's one thing that you could not feel, you could not experience just because of your body. Yeah. That's bullshit. That's not fair. Like I feel like that would break even the most confident person like down. Like that's like like it's a group activity and you cannot be in the group activity. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't feel great. <laughs> anyway. That was Mexico. <laughs> what else is going on with you? Um I kind of like I feel like sorry. I should like I'm like Ugh. <laughs> um I guess I have like I just don't feel like talking about theater right now like I'm not. yeah I just Fuck like because I do have some great things happening I'm part of like a residency that I'm really excited about and I love it already yeah, we've talked about how many times yeah about yeah yeah, yeah um the Wata theater um uh shout out and uh but like I just I just don't feel like talking about that stuff right now um yeah I've been good I I'm trying to think of, like, exciting things that are not work-related or, like, I don't know. Um, what I was thinking about, actually, I was talking to one of my really good friends this morning about it, like, through text message. But is like, I've, I've talked about this a lot before, like, change in what you want to do and change in what, like, like going through like one phase where you like wanted to be an actor like for me it was wanting to be an actor for so long and then like suddenly realizing that you don't want to be an actor like you're not actually putting out the effort that many people do to be a performer and like I think today it really hit like it really hit me that I really don't want to be an actor because I saw a 
Um, and it's not to say that I don't want to be in shows. I think that I want to be per- like perform in some capacity in some still, but I don't think. But not your main focus. Yeah. Um, so I was walking down my street to get to my energy exchange, uh, which is like basically an energy exchange. If anyone doesn't know, is usually they're done at yoga studios. I'm sure like other places do them as well. But basically, you like volunteer for however much the yoga studio wants you to volunteer for me I volunteer for four hours a week so that's one shift um and you just clean and like organize the area maybe you do some customer service now and there like here and there and then you get unlimited well like I get unlimited yoga um so that's really cool so uh so I do that once a week uh and I get to be a yogi pretty much um Namaste. <laughs> um, but anyways, I was walking down the street to get there and I saw this like huge poster that it was like, um, I like if we can, like, I'd love to like put it in like the description, like the poster that we're talking about. Um, I have a picture of it. And so I saw a poster and it was like a performer, like a performing poster. It was for an audition. Um, it was like, let me actually, let me get it. I have it on my phone. My phone's just charging. It was a competition, essentially, um, for actors, performers, um, like singers, dancers, anyone that, and basically you, the auditions are being held. Where is it? The auditions are being held this Tuesday and Wednesday. And actually, like, I don't mind, like, if we get this thing out before, like, this weekend, I don't, like, I, I'll totally share this if anyone's interested, but it's for models, actors, singers, dancers, it's called A-List, um, auditions in Toronto, and basically it's like a showcase where you can meet um, agents, managers, casting directors, regular label, labels, and um, I don't know, like it, it says Warner Brothers Studios in Burbank, California, so I'm assuming that they audition here and then you fly to... California to do like the last of the competition or something I'm not sure if it's like a reality tv show or what this is but they had a poster up and I was like oh interesting and like being an old performer being like an old performer or like uh like a used to be actor or whatever I still kind of get attracted to like audition notices like I still like my eye still kind of like flicks at them you're like ooh, audition um so I put the picture down but like like I did it and I looked at the audition days and they're coming very soon and I I feel like the old me who really wanted to be an actor would be like okay yeah that's like still like four days I can totally like work really hard and like make something really great in that time like and like give them really cool like audition material I'd love to go on the website actually like side note and like really check out what this is um uh but like today I was like oh it's Wednesday and Tuesday I just no. Like, I was like, I mean, I'll look at it, but I don't know if I really want to go to this. It seemed like more of a hassle than it did, like, do you, you I get what, what I mean, mean exactly. right? That's it seemed, how I usually feel about auditions. Yeah, it felt like way more of a hassle than it did, like, a, like, exciting thing. And I think that's okay. I think it's okay if the thing that you wanted to do, whether it be, like, writing or science or whatever like for me it's acting turns out to like end up being like a hassle for you and end up not enjoying it as much and I don't think that's like really someone giving up on their dream and like because I feel like there is that narrative 
kind of given to us when people like from older theater people they're like a lot of people can't make it in this industry a lot of it's really hard I'm like I don't know if it's like people giving up or people just like finding interests past this like I like you don't know their narrative either right like and maybe it is hard but maybe they also just found something that they love even more like it could be so many different factors that like play into it yeah and I don't and so like so that happened and then like I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about um, how they downsized in the, in like, I don't know. Like, anyways, so I was listening to a podcast um, and there was like kind of a hint, I felt like, that there might be an opportunity to like intern or something for them. And I got so excited about that idea. And I was like, oh, there's, like, a huge difference in how I feel about acting and how I feel about other things. Like, I got so excited about the idea. And I was, like, in my head, I was like, okay, I'll just work really hard, make, like, a personal essay that I've been working on for a long time, show him this podcast, write him, like, a personalized letter and email, like, telling him, like, what I want to do and, like, maybe, and just be very honest about, like, how I, like, I'll do anything. Like, I just want to be in that room and learn from him. You know what I mean? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you think that's because doing things like that, you have a voice and you have an opinion that's heard and that you feel like you're doing more to contribute back to society? Okay, so yeah, this is one thing I've been talking about for a while too. I'm talking really fast, sorry, I'm getting excited. Um, But this is one thing that I've been thinking about for the last couple of weeks as well is that I recognized the guilt I felt when I was like just subscribing to being an actor a couple years ago that I wasn't contributing anything to the world. And that's not to say that people like actors are bad or something. I don't think that's true. Like I don't think that they're like no one, no actor contributes anything to the world, but I just felt like I wasn't doing a proper job for, for myself to feel like I was doing, doing something. So yeah, I do think that a part of it is that I just want to contribute something back to the community or to some, to in some form where I don't just feel like I'm going on screen, I'm playing like something that I don't really care about and then leaving. Totally fair. I mean, I feel the same way. Yeah. Um, And I think that's why things like talking about this stuff Mm. excites us, doing projects that are involving other people and like helping people on the margins, like the event we're planning. Yeah. I mean... It's, it's, like, not to say we're, like, praise us. No. And that's not why we're doing it. It's because it feels better than just reading off a script and doing the work as an actor. Yeah. Because I love performing, too, and I don't want to stop acting, but I don't want to do acting. Yeah. I don't want to go to auditions just to go to... I'll act because I, it's fun. Yeah. But, like, other stuff mm-hmm. where I get to, like, contribute. And I still, like... I still sometimes like look on at a play or on screen. I'm like, oh, I want to do that. You know what I mean? I still have that like feeling sometimes, but it's just like I know the amount of like energy that takes, and I'd rather like put that energy elsewhere. Totally fair, right? Like you get that, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that kind of goes along with like what you were saying before we started recording about oh, the... like leaving a carbon footprint and oh, yeah. um, we were how we're. About... I yeah. should say like we were just talking about like. Like, so I was reading these, like, articles online, and they were, like, the articles, sorry, I just, thanks for holding it for me. (laughs) So I was reading these articles online, and they were, um, 
these the Toronto Life articles about what people make, like how much people make, and they, they vary all like differently, right? So it's like one of them was a Syrian family, one of them was like a med student, and a couple of them were like these um, liberal arts millennials, pretty much. And okay, let me say preface this by saying I love millennials. I think there's nothing wrong with us. I think we're doing such great work and. I don't think that millennials are lazy, entitled, or anything like that, nor do I think that the article was trying to make them seem lazy, entitled, or anything, because it is a it is a piece that is, there's no opinion in that piece. It's just facts being laid out. But I was reading them, and these are like two arts people, I guess, and and they didn't seem like bad people. Like, I don't want to make, the, this is why I'm not saying their names, like, I don't want to make them out to be like, bad people or like terrible like or like selfish or lazy but like I was just like like the amount of money that I guess I noticed being spent on the self in like a lot of them I feel like I'm being problem I'm just gonna say it and I'm gonna be I'm sorry if it's problematic um was like kind of insane to me and and not just, and again, like, I don't think, I don't think that's wrong. Like I spend money on myself all the time. Like I'm going, I'm skipping out on work. Someone's like covering my ship. Cause I told them I wanted to go to a sale this evening. Like I, I spend money on myself. I don't think it's a bad thing, but I was just like noticing that there is like just essentially like in, I guess in our culture, like as like young adults, there is like a mentality just like be self-sufficient but not really give to the community at hand and I really been realizing that I that kind of I don't like that for for myself like I don't want to do that where do you think that comes from do you think it comes from like the fact that now compared to our parents generation we have to like fight a lot harder to find work and we have to we have so much more opportunity so that we kind of are like well I have to focus on myself because I need to like do me so that I can well, I can work. That. I don't know. I'm just speculating. I don't actually know where this comes yeah. from. I mean, I'm not a anthropologist in this. Like, I don't do research on these things. But I do think that um, cultural values have changed. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that it's okay that cultural values have changed. I'm happy that they've changed. But I do think that with every positive, there's a negative. And we, like, I do think that there is a lot of self-service in our world lately. And like, and I, again, I don't want to seem like I'm just hating on millennials because I don't think, yeah. (laughs) And I don't think that we're bad. I think that a lot of us are doing really great work and we're woke as fuck. Like we're the reason change is being done. You know what I mean? What does this woke term mean? (laughs) It just means that you're like aware of like things happening. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Julie. (laughs) been in a small town I don't know I haven't I just started hearing that term like today or like last week so anyway I was gonna say something people are always like oh millennials like they have to you know they live at home so much longer and then they they can't afford to live on their own but it's kind of a reality like you know no I don't think people are we are we leave home quickly Mm -hmm. because we we want independence and we're not getting married as early, so we don't have, um, like, a co... Uh, what's the word? Um, income. Yeah. Co-income. And so, obviously, making enough money to support yourself in a very expensive city isn't a real thing. And so, like, yeah, you have to move home. And, like, 
I, when I heard that that's what millennials do, I was like, but I just did that. I didn't like, but I'm not lazy. Mm -hmm. Like I work fucking hard. I do want to say a lot of, I think that is also like a, an effect of a lot of factors. Like, I don't think that's just like us being lazy and that's a really shitty, like it's an assumption that it's just us being lazy. There's a lot of factors taking into place, like for why a lot of us cannot buy homes right now or do certain things like, yeah, it's, there's no real, uh, it's just, I think it's ridiculous that like someone is like some old person's like, well, they're just not like working hard enough. It's like, no, that's not the case. Um, but yeah, like I, and and so because maybe I'm also like in residence with a group, like a theater company that's very much about helping the community and serving the world and stuff. And, and I've just been trying and thinking about how to like, as like, I'm just going to say it and like, and it's going to be corny as fuck, but how to change the world. Like, honestly, like that's all that I've been kind of thinking about lately. And yeah. And and I don't, I'm not saying this to like get praise or anything for like, for being that person who, cause I think there are a lot of people that are doing much better jobs than me and are more active than me. Um, but like, yeah, like I, and I don't think for me at least, and I do think that acting can be, like, I do think that you can be an actor and find a way to change the world. Like, I do think that you can use your acting to change the world. But for me, it wasn't going to be that way. I just real, I was like, I knew that if I wanted to be an actor, the things that I was passionate about, which is really also really like, I should be passionate about acting. But the thing, the thing about changing the world that I was passionate about would kind of have to be a back burner because just because of, because of like me living in certain margins when I was younger, and being a person and a woman of color, I would have to work at a different pace than other people, right? So, like, in 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 sometimes harder, like I would have to work harder than other people, and I just didn't want to put that work in just to be a performer. Like, I I would rather work ten times harder to like, I don't know, like make a company that can have younger people, like who don't feel like they they were given the opportunities get these yeah. opportunities. Yeah. That's amazing. And I think you'll do it. Oh, thanks, bud. I think you will. Yeah. But yeah, I'm yeah. the, I get it. Like, yeah. I feel like. I feel like I'm sorry. Like, I feel like I don't want anyone to, like, I just don't want to seem like, I'm really trying hard not to offend anyone right now. <laughs> um, but you know what? Like, yeah. everyone has different opinions yeah. about what's right and wrong. Yeah. And like, this is, I feel like we could go back and listen to some episodes or like even just conversations we've had in the past. And I might even like question what I was saying then. Yeah. Like we're growing, we're learning, blah, blah, blah. Blah. We're going to make it. Yeah. I think that's a good starter. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm talking out. Whew. Whew. We're back. Your skin looks really good by the way. Does it? I've been like, guys, for a year now I've been dealing with this like weird breakout problem that's only on my right cheek. And I don't so think clear. I don't think other people notice it, but I my mom said this. She was like, "You notice it because it's your it's on your skin, so you see it." But like, it's been almost a over a year now, and I don't know how to get rid of the bumps. And it's I today I was like, "I'm having such a bad skin day," and I'm so happy you said good. that. Thank you. Oh my god, it's really clear. Oh my god, I'm so happy. <laughs> I was like, these past couple of days, I was like, oh, like I hate my skin right now. Oh, I love you so much. <laughs> I need to hear that. <laughs> I even um I even was hanging out with James the other day and I just went turned to him, I'm like, Does my skin look okay? And he was like, 
Yeah, it looks fine. <laughs> I've been asking everyone that. It's totally just like, I feel like that kind of stuff is our own thing. Mm, like, no one else sure. really cares, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, I'm sure no one else really cared that I didn't have a harness to go ziplining. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, if, and if that's something. They probably just felt bad. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just like we're kind of just taught to, like, mm. hate and dislike the things about us that aren't. We can get into a whole discussion there. Yeah. But anyway. Just, like, I hate feeling the bumps, you know? That's like, fair. It's, like, ugh, like, so gross, but... Thank you for saying that it doesn't look like anything. Look clear. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, on that note. <laughs> on that note. Okay, I was having a conversation with my mom this morning, because she was, like, mm-hmm. saying how... So she's writing a book and mm-hmm. um, about being good enough and, like, women and leadership roles and stuff. And a lot of it, I think, is, like, really great and um, inclusive for – she like, they interviewed a lot of people mm-hmm. of all different backgrounds. And um, – but I was telling her, like, some of the language you're using is just not appealing to me or my generation. Mm-hmm. Like, when I hear good enough, I'm, like, eye roll. Oh. It feels like hashtag lean in, everyone. I don't know the hashtag. Maybe I just know it because my friend Courtney makes fun of it all the time. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, she was saying how, oh yeah, our friend, sorry. Um, she was talking about how like women and girls are like posting these photos of like, like pouty lips and stuff like that. And she's like, we as like women need to collectively stop doing that because it's for the like male gaze and it's how many likes you want. And I'm like, how could you like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it is not our problem if a guy creates something from that, it's the, they're the ones accountable. Mm -hmm. Like they're the ones commenting on the photos. Yeah. Maybe girls are putting them out there for likes and we all do it. Everyone wants approval from someone. I'm kind of tired of this narrative that like women need to stop this. Like it's like, it's the same with the, with the vocal fry thing. Like, do you, um, do you know, yeah, up talk, the up talk thing or like the talking, like, like the, how the Kim, the Kardashians, the Kim's talk, um, the Kardashians talk, like with the, like, I don't know how to do it, but uh, I'm probably doing it right now actually. (laughs) Um, but like, it's the same with people like saying like, yeah, it's like people tell us to not, I just find that these are tactics to repress people and make them feel bad for not talking like, or, like, being, like, cis straight white men. To be honest. Like, tr- it's do, so true. I, and I don't think that it's a wrong way of living. I don't think you're bad for talking in up talk or talking with vocal fry or saying like a lot or, like, or making photos of your cleave video. Like, yeah, exactly. And then I was, I was like, but don't – we want to – give women the message that they can sexualize themselves. Mm -hmm. They can be sexy. And like being sexy is often like shamed as a woman by other women. Yeah. And I don't know. I think it's just such a freaking like, there's such like a teeter totter Mm -hmm. of what is, you know, who are you on the internet and social media? And like, why are we still holding women accountable for it? That's like, what I'm thinking. I'm like, why aren't there books about how dudes need to stop posting dick pics? Or, like, or how... sending dick pics when you don't want yeah. them. Yeah, or, like, no one wants to see how hard you're working out at the gym. Like, those, why aren't those being, held, like, taken into account with these things? Like, Yeah, guys why... post these photos and girls... Guys post... Po- yeah, sorry, I'm interrupting. But, like, guys post photos about, like, of their, like, attractiveness all the time. Why are women only being held accountable? Yeah, why do we have to stop doing it? Yeah. Because, and then, like, people will argue, well, women comment on those photos. Like, yeah, 
So cool. We know why we are, comment. Yeah, why? why are we, we're, we are admitting that we're yeah. commenting, but we're like, men are not sexualized in the same way. And I don't think it's right to like harass a man online. That's not fair either. Mm-hmm. As much as we but don't like it. Structures kind of hold us a different, different. Yeah. yeah. It's, you can't compare them. Yeah. And also like, why is this even a problem? Like, I do think that there is an issue of how you perceive yourself on social media and how you perceive other people's in social media. Like, I do think that's fair, fair to critique it, but I don't, like, um, forgive me, but I don't think that your mother's, or is it your mother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. your mother's, like, critique is the the right critique of yeah. it. Yeah, and that's what, like, I've noticed. There's kind of a disparity mm-hmm. and, like, a difference between our generation mm-hmm. and, like, anyway... Lots to discuss. Um, we'll probably have some more guests on soon. Yeah, I'm sorry. I wanted to say, like, there were a couple of people I think that we, like, wanted to have on. I'm sorry we haven't. It's just been kind of crazy for both of us. We've been on hiatus for a while. Like, you'll be getting messages and apologies soon, probably. <laughs> yeah, and if anyone listens to this yeah. and they're interested and they have, like, similar opinions or, like, opposite opinions, yeah. message us. We are happy to chat. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Peace lovely, out. Lovely talking to you guys again. Enjoy this not cold October weather. Love it. Not going to lie, I was a little annoyed that it was like humid because... It's kind of chilly today. Not today, no. but when I got back from oh. Mexico, I was like, I am so sick of sweating. <laughs> I've been sweating since July yes. or since June. I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> There's no problem. <laughs>